Welcome to the Cinema Swamp. Okay. Let's party. Welcome to episode 34 of the Cinema Swamp. On this episode, we discuss Jordan Peele's Us and Get Out. We talk about them, the new film, and the 2017 film. We do some comparisons and talk about the genius that is Jordan Peele. And while you all get to enjoy listening to this episode, I have to be below listening to All Star over and over again. Uh, welcome to the podcast. So this is uh, Mr. Justin Walton in the house. And with me at the round table Zach. is all of us. Zach's here. Zach is here. I'm here too. That's, uh, we don't say her name apparently. <laughs> yeah. The one who won't be named, she was the one that was rapping earlier. And uh, laying down that fat beat at the same time. So, fat I'm pretty beat. impressive. I'm Hunter. Hi, Hunter. So, yeah. So, did you hate us? I assumed you would. Love us. <laughs> I was under the assumption that you're gonna hate us because you know, you hate Black Panther. Yeah. So now you, you just don't you, even don't try. even go there. We're, we're gonna start that no. right away. No. <laughs> the 2019 Jordan Peele uh, second film he's directed, uh, starring Lapita Nyong'o. We all saw it as a group last. It was it was Thursday, Thursday. right? Yeah, mm-hmm. we went and saw an opening night. So uh, us horror movie. It's good to see a good horror movie in theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked it. Good movie. It's mm-hmm. it's the best movie I've seen this year so far. Same. Uh, if you really want to... I've probably seen only about 15 movies this year from 2019. That's how many they saw last year. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> in total. I, I, I'm including some Netflix and documentaries there, oh. but like I... I, I've seen... Like, that came that out in 2019? Yeah. Well, I've probably been in the theater more than you Spielberg guys, Spielberg said those don't count. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Spielberg, those aren't real movies. But now he can go and make stuff for Apple, I guess. I don't know. That's weird. Is that what he's doing? Yeah, yeah. he's, like, making stuff for their streaming service now. And I'm like, what? dude, that's kind of, like, a weird... But it's television he's making. You know, not movies. He's not trying to get Oscars with it, so it doesn't matter. It's kind of funny. I don't know. But uh, Us is really good, and, you know, like, just, like, Get Out, when I came out, that sprung up to my favorite movie of the year and same thing here Jordan Peele knows how to make a movie mm-hmm. I usually think the second movie is the hardest to do I-, I think because if you make a real good first movie that the whole world loves man mm-hmm. that second one I mean that's not a sequel either yeah not a like, sequel that's pretty it's, to do. it's I, I think there's probably a lot of examples out there of where there was a bit of a drop in quality there's not many cases where it's like two home runs. That doesn't really happen with a with a director. I don't think. I think. I think where it's like not controversial, or that's clearly a good movie, and everyone agrees on it. No, I, I mean like something like I feel like it's like Alex Garland, Ex fir- Machina, and then Annihilation. Annihilation was yeah. controversial, like like divisive, I guess. But do you think that was considered a home run? Mm, I don't know. Overall, I had high ratings. I, I'm almost wondering if we should take box office into account, but nah, because it's about the quality of the movie. Mm-hmm. But it's like surprising that Jordan Peele not only has 
two home runs, but they're also box office, like, huge. Yeah, it's true. How this world successes. And, um, I don't know, I was thinking, like, a lot of people make a good first movie. We always see the ones that are publicized because those are the ones people want to talk about. Like, look at this mm-hmm. guy. He made a one movie, and he, it's really good. And then they make a second one, and it's terrible. Mm-hmm. Josh Trank. Fantastic Four. <laughs> like, I mean, that's an example, but there's yeah. definitely other ones Fantastic out there. Fantastic Four was good, but Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer was bad. Is that what you're saying? That is not what I'm saying <laughs> at all, but that is a good point. <laughs> but, uh, I was a little... Was anyone really into the idea of Jordan Peele doing another horror movie before Chloe... Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, yeah. <laughs> I actually was. I freaking... Okay. Yeah. I don't. I didn't know. Like, unless he did a thriller, I don't know what else he could do. I'll trust him. That could be in the same that level of great and influence influential. I guess, you know, because like the first one was making one statement, and this one is a horror movie, but so good and like, like I expected to go see Bad Times at the El Royale and feel the way I did after Us. I didn't. Mm-hmm. Us delivered. Did you think on that, that that was a horror? No, I thought it was going to be like a thriller, but I wanted to feel like, oh, this is a completely original idea. I want to feel blown away like I did with Get Out. And I didn't at bad times. It was just like an average movie. This was like, I hope to get more Get Out, kind of, and I got, in a way, more. Mm-hmm. And was equally or more blown away with Get Out, or with us, than Get Out. So, I, I, I didn't really want to see him do another horror movie, honestly. I was a little... I'm sorry, Chloe. <laughs> I wanted to see him do something like, uh, I mean, drama or honestly comedy. I'd like to see him do a comedy I movie. I think he could do a good comedy. I, we know he can do comedy, though. I, well, I know. Well, no, we, we know he can do horror, too. You think he won't do comedy? I want. I think he, I think he well, will. They also did that, what was that, cat movie? Keanu? Keanu. They, they, they didn't do it, though. They wrote it. Oh, really? They did not direct it. That was someone that wasn't else. horrible. I didn't see. I was it. a fan of it. It just—it wasn't like, especially when you compare it to Get Out and yeah. Us. It's like not as good as those movies, but it is a different genre. But it makes me wonder. I'm like, I wonder if he could do a full-length comedy movie because you know, obviously, I mean, we're talking about them. They did the TV show on Comedy Central. That's what they were known for. That's why the whole world was shocked, shocked that Jordan Peele made it to, uh, a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but I honestly, now that he's done two, yeah, I wish he, you know, he should keep making them. Because he's, he's good at it. and uh, But for me, I, I just like when directors can kind of delve into all kinds of genres. Mm-hmm. Um, well, again, it's only his second movie. The yeah, first one was exactly. a thriller. This one was a horror. I mean, he could he could go and do a comedy mm-hmm. or an action movie or a He's kind of just doing what he wants to do, though, yeah. which is pretty admirable. And I think that's, admirable. that's what gave him the most success is that he's like... He, he knows that Get Out did so well, but he I think he's just doing what he loves. He's... He's making movies that he's passionate about. Like, I watched an interview, a mini-interview, where he's talking about a Twilight Zone episode about doppelgangers, and that freaked him out as a kid, and that was some inspiration for this movie. Mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah, but that was just my initial thoughts. I mean, now that I saw the movie, I'm like, that was amazing. Keep making movies. I could care less at this point now. But, um, I think Us was definitely more of a horror movie than Get Out even was, if you really want to talk about that. I think they're both horror movies, but, like, this one seems like more the type that you would show around, like, Halloween 
for instance, like the time to watch a horror movie, one that you would watch late at night to get real like freaked out. Really? I think so. See, I think Us made my skin like crawl. Like it was like a creepy horror movie. Like I would not want to even be close to that. Get Out. I was I was freaked out, but I wasn't like skin crawling freaked out. It's just it was in the same in, in the same vein as like a standard cheesy horror movie, but it was so well done, amazing story acting and execution that like it transcended that. So yeah, you could watch it around Halloween or just like at late, you know, when you want to watch a cheesy horror movie, but like the quality of it and like the dynamic in the story is one that you could watch year-round. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. at any time of the day, like, I would wake up on a Saturday morning and pop in <laughs> us, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. so, this I don't know. This actually probably isn't one I would watch around Halloween, because Halloween is kind of reserved for, like, for classic horror movies or yeah. cheese. Like, straight-up cheese. So you don't see this one becoming one of those, like, classics that people watch during the season? I mean, it's I all by Universal, not. so what do you think they're going to do for Halloween <laughs> I, Horror Nights this year? I honestly like, hope it doesn't get pigeonholed as that. I definitely think it's a year-round movie that you can watch anytime. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, but we'll watch horror year-round anyway. You know what? That's irrelevant. But for, in general. <laughs> I wasn't, I, I I wasn't so. saying, like, it couldn't be watched anytime else. I mean, if yeah. we're talking about, like, obviously I'll watch a horror movie any day, but I'm saying, like, I would... this Just compared to Get Out, especially, like, Get Out was... It's a horror movie, but there's, like, other things going on. And it does freak me out more, Get Out does. Like, Us doesn't, because, I mean, frankly, I don't think doppelgangers are scary at all. Like, I think it's... Doppelgangers <laughs> with scissors, though? Terrifying. Well, just think of... <laughs> That's, they ran with scissors think, a lot. Okay, maybe. someone breaks into your house and is, like, standing over you when you're sleeping. You open your eyes, it's you with a creepy-ass smile even with if a you're pair not, of scissors. Even if you're not scared, you're going to be, be like, what out. is happening? Like, you're going to be confused. I, and then they're going to try to stab you to death. I, I, you're going to hate me, and you're going to think I'm just stupid. <clears throat> but, this like, happened? if that... If that yeah, well, this happened once. <laughs> you are the doppelganger. And I wasn't scared. No, actually, I feel There's like... four of Justin. <laughs> that's, I feel like it wouldn't be confusion. I feel like it would just be... Well, I guess I did have a missing twin I knew this, this time, time would come. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah, I Another doppelganger jumps out, but it's like a team member to Justin. Like It's like a good clone. And then they fight. He cloned himself in preparation for his clone coming up to kill him. I don't know. There's just... There's, the, the, it, they do the whole, like, they kind of move slow at times, which is like a classic thing in horror, that the, the evil spirits or the evil people move slowly but it's like the scissors too i'm like i don't know i feel like i mean it's kind of terrifying i get I, I don't know i just don't think it's that scary like I, I i feel like if i saw myself i'd be like oh i did have a twin like i don't know i'm but i'm weird like that i just don't think it's scary i don't know i like it I don't, I don't think clowns are scary so i mean it's fine mm-hmm. but i'm just saying compared to get out i'm like get out scarier but us is way more of a movie that i would watch as a horror movie mm-hmm Get Out, I watch for many different facets. Like, different I, like facets, I said, that yeah. movie should be literally, like, taught in school. Like, show it in school. Mm-hmm. And be like, watch this film. This is amazing. And it says many things. Mm-hmm. Read into it, please. Um, I don't know. It's, like, it's kind of hard for me. Because even, it's been a couple days. And I I don't know. Is Us meant to be read into? Is Was Get Out even meant to be read into? Am I reading into it too much? But, like, what... Are you getting anything else out of us since seeing it? Because in terms in terms of like 
I don't know, euphoria? I don't know. <laughs> like, I mean, because like, at the end of the day, it's like, okay, it's a movie where there's just doppelgangers living in tunnels underneath yeah. us. There's a lot of movies like that. I mean, like, what's it trying to say? Is there anything else that's trying to say? Yeah, because, I mean, you know. I mean, from what we've talked about, we should talk about it more, just because this is the podcast. Mm-hmm. But from what we already have talked about, I don't know if there is a lot more to say. I think there's a lot more layers to it in terms of story writing, but not in terms of, like, what's it saying about I, I know society. Jordan Peele has said it in interviews. I just haven't watched or read mm-hmm. any. He has actually talked about he what has he talked was about going it, for. Because yeah. I, I feel like with Get Out, when that came out, there was... I mean, it's... Because the movie's pretty obvious, too, like, about mm-hmm. what that one is going for. Mm-hmm. And it was so talked about to the point where it was like, that movie was getting nominated for Oscars. Like, that was a subject that mm-hmm. everyone was talking about. I saw Jordan Peele talk about it a lot. But with us, it's... Because I, I don't think this time he's going for the same kind of message or themes that was in Get Out. It is something different, but I just I don't quite know what it is. Mm-hmm. With Get Out, they had a real stretched out idea that yeah. managed to work as like an allegory, too, or like as a, mm-hmm. uh, as a good reference to what's really going on in our culture. With us, I don't know, it's like at times it's like, okay, it's about government control, you know, or it's about... Um, I, like I think it was I, just like a device, something that was like actually saying anything about the government. Sure I thought like, the homelessness would come back around because they talked about how originally that stretch across America, whatever deal, had to do. They said it was like a, a charity for homeless people, mm-hmm. and then there was a homeless guy in the beginning. He was like the first introduction to like the murder and the doppelganger. Mm-hmm. You didn't know that was until later on that he was the first doppelganger to show his face, basically. But I thought that would come back around and, ha- and like, when they talked about tunnels and stuff, I thought, like, oh, it's, there's going to be, like, a ton of homeless people that are orchestrating this weird thing or something, and it never came back around that homelessness was, like, I mean, the issue or the underlying... Or maybe it was, and I didn't a, catch it. In a way, the doppelgangers were homeless. Like, I've seen people draw parallels to the tethered because they were living, like, like, near the sewers in those tunnels, they were eating raw rabbits, they had poor quality of life, a lot mm-hmm. of people were drawing parallels to, like, the lower class, like, poor people, and then the people above had, like, a decent quality of life most of the time, they were, like, the upper class, mm-hmm. so people are saying that that's some kind of social commentary, that the, the lower class is coming up and, like, taking over the upper class, kind mm-hmm. of. And I kind of saw them living in the tunnels as, like, some sort of homelessness, because, like, yeah. they had beds... But that's not really a home, you know? Yeah, they're eating living rabbits. Yeah. They're, like, forced, in a way, to reenact or to uh, to strive to be their double. Yeah. And, like, that's, like, an unrealistic expectation or something yeah. because they can't. Yeah. So maybe that's what's trying to say. But, like, if it is, it was subtle and he didn't mean for it to be, like, the stance that Get Out was taking. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, we'll throw this in here. It'll be a neat, you know, some sociopolitical commentary. But, like... It's not supposed to be the key mm-hmm. to the movie. It's just like a theme, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Definitely could be read into more, I feel yeah. like. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> when I was watching, I was trying to parallel that. Oh, no, this whole movie, all it is is about uh, political factions, political parties. That's what it's about. It's two big political parties and one eating up the other. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to say which ones are which, but, you know, the bad ones are wearing red, so I'll just say you that. that's what it was? I got it for a while. I thought it was, but... like, facing your demons and, like, 
like how we suppress them like our darker selves and like put up a front basically and then it comes back to like hurt you in a way or like hiding your past in general yeah maybe but so you know at the end of the movie the big spoiler is that she wasn't the real person she was like the shadow or the tether the whole time right Mm-hmm. So is that saying anything about it, then? I don't know, because it's like, you know, after she... Well, if we, I don't know, because... That's it's, it's, well, it's, it's just the idea that she wanted to run away. Like, once you find out that it was the doppelganger the whole time, mm-hmm. she was trying to run away from her past, and then she tried to erase that past. Tried to erase that... Uh, what's, the, what's the term you use, Zach? The, uh, her demon? Yeah, her, her darker demons, herself. her darker side. Or, you know, if we're going to go back to the whole homeless classism issue, it's like, hey, here's one that actually jumped up yeah. into she the class. She had a chance to do it, and she did. And instead of helping people along the way, she just kind of left them. She didn't go back to, you know, where her roots were. She didn't go and help her, uh, the homeless, the, the world she came from, mm-hmm. and that came back to haunt her. It's like the idea of, like, what if he came to haunt her? Well, uh, uh, I think that was the intention, like, though. We can look it up. At the end, when, when we're done. We'll just look up what the movie's about. <laughs> this, is about. this is just one big but, elaborate parent trap you made. That's yeah. all it is. Whatever like, that statement is, like, <clears throat> what wowed me and stuck with me is the actual execution of the movie. And, the, like, I honestly was... Like I said, it could have been a cheesy horror movie mm-hmm. because of the pacing, how there were slow parts. But those parts were some of the scariest parts of it. Oh, yeah. Just, as like, many, like, almost jump scares there were, or whatever, like, you know, just how many, like, just, you know, where, where a doppelganger is just standing there, or, like, the crawling on the floor. Mm-hmm. Like, it's typical horror movie stuff, but, like, we don't really, we kind of have an understanding of what level that Jordan Peele is willing to take us to from Get Out, or even from his skits and stuff. But, but with this movie, like, you don't really know how far he's willing to go yet. It's like Green Room. You know, you're like, oh, this is an okay movie. Then out of nowhere, you watch a guy's, like, neck get eaten by a dog. You know, which, spoiler <laughs> for Green Room, <laughs> hardcore. Um, but, like, this, it's like, I didn't know the limits to what, you know. And and usually it would end with, like, a like some comedy sometimes, you know. Like, when the dad's, like, going to shoot his doppelganger with a flare gun, and he misses, you know. And then you don't even see that play out. You just see him... Oh no, eventually. Oh no, no, that's the it. other dad. That's the other guy. Yeah. But the first guy, the boat motor thing. Yeah. Oh, pretty yeah. pretty gnarly. Yeah. And like well, I didn't expect that at and all. And it's like, gnarly um, without showing much too. Like there's yeah. not a lot of gore in the movie at all. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I just, he, get, he gives a lot of time to like develop like the story even if it is slow and then it like cranks to 10 mm-hmm. and goes crazy and then it's like calms back down yeah gives it a, gives it a minute to breathe so you can like mm-hmm. like comprehend what just happened mm-hmm. and then it just goes again you and know i think that's really cool i know where he won't go to though you said like you don't know what limit he'll push <laughs> well i know he's not gonna show a spinning blade going into a person's body because in get out when they were using the spinning blade to cut into the brain of that guy they did it from the other side of the plastic screen. Yeah. And then in this movie, the spinning boat motor, oh, boat motor. we saw just <laughs> the like blood the fly off screen. He won't show. Yep, He's see, like, I won't he, do spinning it. blades no, and bodies. Blades he ain't going to show that. <laughs> I found your weakness, Jordan. 
I'm after He's going to make a whole movie just about spitting blades. <laughs> just to spite just you. Just to spite Justin. <laughs> the movie's called This is Just to Spite Justin. <laughs> and it's a really good movie, too. It's, like, so good. Damn it, he made another good one. It's about the dangers of fidget spinners. <laughs> Dude. I didn't realize this until... It had been a couple days after seeing it, but I was like... I really like that Jordan Peele so far has kept his heroes alive in the movies mm. he uh for instance in the first movie chris the main character he does end up living in the end yeah. you know all the bad people end up getting killed mm. i'm like you know that was you know it kind of in that movie it's like okay there's one hero so mm-hmm. it'd be kind of dumb if he did die like disappointing but then we get to this movie now we have a family good and it's a really good family too i like i buy them like mm-hmm. i feel like this is a real people right here and we have time to even, get to know them. i don't even care if she is a tether <laughs> i don't even care kid doesn't care <laughs> well he kind of does well i, I mean I, he put his mask down he's like i'll yeah. just ignore that's that. the only mom he's ever known that's like true. it's more of a mom to him than the real he just kind of looked at her like i know <laughs> like, yeah. i heard a theory that like the burnt face kid was the original and somehow they got switched to she went and swapped that kid too because she's yeah, like no nope, like i messed you up like, he went to go find his, like, lighter thing, and he didn't know how to use it, but the other kid had, like, burn scars, so, like, he he was the original, because he, like, knew how to do it. I don't know. There's there's a whole thing. I like that this uh, family ends up staying alive, too. Even though so many movies I feel like would be tempted, especially with the dad, to kill them off. Yeah, I thought yeah. M'Baku was gonna die. <laughs> exactly <laughs> but it was kind of nice this time around that uh no they all kind of survived and i was like that's a nice that's just a nice change it's weird that you know it's actually become a cliche to uh kill off people in the family unit like that or in the group mm-hmm. unit in a horror movie it's like no for once jordan peele's like we're gonna keep them all alive you know really mm-hmm. to show them up but the- also we don't really know what's gonna happen next because all the tethers are up now yeah because there's there's different pacings of horror movies where like right away like the dad gets it and then one of the kids gets it and then the mom and then one kid lives or they wait until the very end of the movie and then in the last 10 minutes they all get it somehow differently you know or it's like the mist or is it the mist yeah is it the mist yeah the mist the fog spoiler for the mist which one the mist (laughs) they're all in the car at the very end and then like the dad shoots everyone but it jams at the last second there's not enough bullets for him and then the the military shows up kills his whole family military shows up. that happens sometimes is that the ending in the book too no okay i didn't think so i don't don't even know his book um yeah it's a uh, story the military shows up yeah, you know, if like if if Shot of the Dead is making fun of an idea <laughs> that's in your movie, you probably shouldn't do that idea. Yeah. <laughs> like by the way, because that's what happens in that movie. And I'm like, wow, this is funny. This makes no sense. This would never happen in an actual remember. movie. It happens in a few movies. <laughs> exactly. That's the point. Uh, Infinity War. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Only half of them show up. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, so you don't know the pacing that he's going to take until, oh, like, they all make it. Yeah, that's pretty nice. You know, or if anyone's going to get it, you're like, mm-hmm. the mom's going to die mm-hmm. when, when they're in the basement and everything's going crazy. But What I really liked, too, was that the sort of twist doesn't end up being exactly what you'd think it would be. Because I, I don't know about you guys, but I, 
I, I kind of guessed right oh, from yeah, the beginning. I it right yeah, right. yeah. They, I kind they, of figured that she wasn't the right one. Yeah, that yeah. they swapped. You didn't. You didn't. Think I about thought that? it, but I wasn't hundred yeah. percent sure. So I was like, I'm just gonna like keep it on the back of my mind, but I'm not gonna like base everything off of that. I thought about it until the doppelganger mom was like all crazy weird and mm-hmm. deep throat person. Not deep throat. <laughs> deep voice. Oh my god. Well, and that deep makes sense voice. because she got. She and then got, like, yeah, she's not the real one. She's not. The and that mom. makes sense that her voice is like that because like she, the tether strangled her and probably hurt her. Maybe, See, I don't. Just kids, I can't so. get behind that theory because you need a lot of strength to do that, and there's a really fine line between like messing with your vocal cords and crushing your windpipe so you die you well, know she could have been trying to kill her i, I just can't i can't get by have it. you ever had like a child grab your throat nope it hurts all the time oh i don't but i always piss kids off the one that i like the theory that i'm i can get behind more is that she just doesn't have anyone to talk to down there so her vocal cords go unused and after decades of that it's gonna mess with them to the point where like they still work but it's just kind of like a shadow of what your voice used to be. Well, once I saw that like none of them really talked, mm-hmm. I, I kind of figured that she was like a tether just because she didn't talk when she got out at all. Mm-hmm. So I didn't think of, I just thought she was just the leader, happened to be the leader of it, you know, for no apparent reason. Because she had talked about like, oh yeah, I have all these kids and they suck and even my husband sucks and like, you know, now I'm going to kill you. <laughs> and then... <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know. So, what'd you think of the rabbits, huh? <laughs> Were those... Was that saying anything, or was that just to be rabbits? Oh. It's about innocence. I it was actually, probably because they could breed I, easily, so they could feed them. Oh, I read in, like, a super quick article that said, um... Part of it is because they had to eat, so they, like... And rabbits breed fast. Um, part of it is they're kind of like a symbol for rebirth. Mm-hmm. And then, I guess Jordan Peele said somewhere that their scissor-like ears are freaky. Oh. I don't know if that's true. Unsubstantiated. But I like how maybe. Jordan Peele, everybody else is like reading into it, and Jordan Peele goes back to the same They got scissor go. ears. <laughs> <laughs> ears are scary. Right? Doppelganger's scary. Made movie about it. Like, yeah. <laughs> alright, I like that process a lot better. <laughs> um, you know, the, the scene that really actually freaked me out the most was with that... Uh, from the white family, the woman, whatever her name was. Well, that part, oh man, I yeah, forgot about yeah. the fake out. I laughed so much. Oh, that was so funny. I laughed in uh, Us more than any other movie they're this year. About, they're bickering about the kill count. It's pretty weird, like, the movie, the number of jokes that they had. Because mm-hmm. I was almost going to ask you, what did you think of the comedy? I and loved it. I, I think it was perfect. Every placed. joke landed for me, I so think. Good. I yeah. thought it was pretty much on the edge of almost going too far. But, like, it never... It never did it for me, so I was like, okay, this is... I, mm-hmm. I can buy this then. Especially with this family, just mm-hmm. because I believed that they were real enough that mm-hmm. by the end, I was like, they could say anything, and I'll buy it. Yeah, they weren't like... Because like some comedians in movies that are like kind of scary or something, they kind of end up being... So it's like Jason Bateman ends up being funny like he normally is, or like mm-hmm. uh, Jason Sudeikis? Sudeikis? I can never pronounce it. Yes, last you're name. right. Him. You know, he ends up being like himself at parts of the movie. And like this, like the dad was making jokes even at the scariest parts, but it seemed like realistic, like people not trying to break the tension, but like being like, this is absurd, right? Yeah. And like they're not playing into the stereotypical horror where everyone's just like, 
what he's like whoa hold on is this actually happening mm -hmm. everyone and like the way like he goes out there and talks to him comes back in gets the bat and goes back out and is still freaked out and comes mm -hmm. back in like very realistic i mean i use know. comedy as a coping mechanism when i'm scared yeah or nervous <laughs> i so i get it I, it reminded me a lot honestly of like the family from poltergeist because it's just, it's just like this laid-back kind of modern family that gets sucked into this weird situation. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the time they're just like, well, this is happening, I guess. Like, <laughs> and I haven't... Because a lot of other horror movies, when it comes to families, I mean, if you compare to Hereditary last year, it's like that family unit's a lot different. Because that's a family where it's like, there's already weird Brokenness te and tensions stuff. going on. You could t Like, it's part of the already creepiness that's in the movie. The family no one is it. naturally funny. They're all like, just... Straight. Yeah. And it's like a lot of movies do that where they will have comedy, but most of the time, like, I feel like the family is played up to be just as creepy as what's really going on. It, like, reflects on the horrific nature of the film. This one was like, no, it's just, look at this. This is a normal suburban family who's mm -hmm. like, Christ, look, look at this. Like, <laughs> like mm -hmm. what's just, I don't know, what do we do? <laughs> and I'm like, that just seems more relatable to me because it kind of adds to the fear factor because I'm like imagine if you were in this situation mm -hmm. this is you this is what you would probably do yeah because he makes a joke and then he gets cranked in the knee and dragged out of the house across broken glass you're like oh he's gone we're never going to see him mm -hmm. again mm -hmm. and then we are, we're lucky to see him again but it's like weird because like, then he takes him out on the boat in the lake and it's just like it's weird what you was know? the boat's name again Cra uh, the crawdaddy yeah <laughs> so good I thought it was really funny that the tether took him out on like it felt like such a dad thing to do to yeah. take your like mm -hmm. doppelganger out on a boat to kill him like finish him off like, <laughs> like how he, the one thing yeah. you loved <laughs> how he breaks out of the bag he like sticks two fingers yeah. up and then like as soon as the doppelganger looks you like he like acts dead but I think his fingers are still hanging out of the bag or something <laughs> like uh, yeah, it's, it's so good. I think the movie also very quickly and subtly made fun of our reliance on modern day technology by call the police, playing <laughs> f the police oh by N W A. That yeah. was so funny. I did oh, not was, see that coming. What I was, was like, the Alexa ripoff name? Uh, Ophelia. Ophelia. Yeah. Ophelia. Yeah. <laughs> get the rights because google's like you you can't mock our product like are you serious you can't do this <laughs> is alexa google or is that uh or is that amazon i'm not even no, sure wait. it's amazon yeah it is amazon okay so what's what's google's then i think hey you just google. say hey echo google. is that the echo dot because that's mine like i just say hey google um oh shoot i was gonna say <laughs> hey google hey google hey what'd you think of the movie us is it even on? Sorry, I don't know how to help with that. Hey Google, how much money did the movie Us make this weekend? Sorry, I don't understand. Well, you are... Ophelia would be better. Okay. Hey, uh, <laughs> ask it what your name is. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, shoot. Yes. <laughs> hey, uh, hey Google, what's my name? Your name is Dragon Warrior. Oh yeah! Did I change it to that? Change it. Nice. I forgot I changed it to that. It was like months ago. I hardly use that thing, but it's funny. Like Stella will. How did we change it? And now we can't use it. Did you? Did you do something? I don't know. No, you guys were just saying, "Hey Google," and it responded, and then you guys said it, and it was like, "Okay, your name is." Changed my name to Dragon Warrior. 
Stella will be telling me something, and she's like, I just Googled it, and then she'll start telling me it, and then the thing will start answering, and she f- gets freaked out, because, like, <laughs> you just can't say Google around that thing, even. Like, yeah. it'll just pop up and be like, let me answer first. Mm. I should unplug it more often. It's probably recording me all the time. It definitely it's is. That's oh, scary. It's <laughs> just, like, really into our podcast. <laughs> or they're like, oh my god, they're podcasting again. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. I'm like, if the government's really watching me, man, they must be bored. Like, I have, I live a very boring life. But it's like sending the gop- the doppelgangers, just like <laughs> just to freak them out. That's we'll make them like is. us. They're trying to make everything more interesting. They were trying to kill all the boring people with interesting people. It just so happened that everybody in America was boring. That's what mm-hmm. happened. Is that something, like, is this movie, was that doppelganger thing only happening in America? Because that's what I thought. They said it was an American experiment, I thought. Yeah. So they, so like, because when they were like, oh, we're going to Mexico, I was like, Mexico is the safest spot, I guess. I think ocean to ocean. Sea to shining sea. Yeah, because that's what the commercial that she yeah, watched Yeah, it was, was hands about. across America. Yeah, well, yeah. A very real thing, by the way. Yeah. If you ever yeah. look it up, it's like a very strange thing that happened. I think my mom did that. The, yeah, did people actually end up doing it, or was it like Coney 2012, where everybody talked about doing it? <laughs> Four people in Taiwan. <laughs> well, <laughs> we tried. <laughs> there was a Goldbergs episode on that, right? Because I think that's where I I'm sure. actually first heard about it. I, I heard about like, it when I was a kid. I didn't really believe mm. it. I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, the 80s were weird, man. Yeah. We should try it again. They, what, hands Swamps are, across the hair. hear that? No, not after seeing this <laughs> so- one. Actually, that's the thing that scared me about this movie, was... Touching strangers? Well, yeah. (laughs) But if we try to do Hands Across America again, I'm not going to want to. After seeing this, I'm like, no way. I don't know if anyone has scissors in there. I'll see this. I would dress up as a doppelganger to show up. hell yeah. I'd just wear, like, wear, like, the red jumpsuit, but then put on, like, this jacket over it to make it look like I had already killed the real hunter. (laughs) (laughs) I found my Halloween costume this year, guys. These would be be pretty good if we all dressed up. This would be a fun And just always hold hands. It would be easy, because you could just be yourself. I want to be the kid with the mask. No, I would just be like, every time. I just want to scuttle around as the kid. Burn half your face. I want to know what Universal's distribution deal was with this movie. Because after... Get Out came out. It, it was like, they're not going to make a sequel to this, even though they make a sequel to literally every single horror movie ever. Mm-hmm. I could see Get Out not having a sequel just because it was it hit like this artistic level where I don't think they'd, they'd be did like, Did Universal don't do touch Get it. Out? Yeah, they did Get Out also, but I, like, I want to know what the whole thing is with us. I assume that there's probably a clause where like you can't just go and make a sequel. You don't technically own the rights. Yeah, it's like Jordan Peele's. I feel like he'd do that, but at the same time, I'm like, us probably could have sequels, and I could see them not being great sequels, but being sequels something in the line of The Purge, where it's, like, about different people, but it's the same event. I'm like, they could do probably a se- I could see I could them see it doing like it. I could see it in, ten years, but not now. I us heard not any time somebody soon. made a joke that Us was a sequel to Get Out, and they called it Get Out 2 Attack of the Clones. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I like that. That's a... yeah. I mean, they could just call it us two and then spell the two out T- as T O O. Us as well. Yeah. <laughs> us again. Us again. Us. <laughs> Used. Yeah. USA. I don't know. Like you could, you could call it tethered. 
<laughs> Do you notice that they were like uh, some when Us was first that the title was finally announced, people were taking the poster for Get Out, and then they put the poster for Us. Get us out. Get, like it was like Get Out of the U.S. You know, oh. people are like, is Jordan Peele trying to tell everyone something? <laughs> like this next movie is like now. <laughs> Why Please. are you still here? <laughs> um, I am trying to think of more things to say about the movie, which will you come to me. We don't have later. to stretch it out. We can just make it a short episode. Uh, Most terrifying scene in the movie was the white lady. I never said the white lady. When she started like crying about her husband dying silently, and then, and then, then immediately went laughing. back to like freaky faces, and I feel like Jordan Peele has done this. I don't know if this is what he's actually um, tributing, but he's done it in Get Out. Also, I I feel like he's also doing major tributes to silent horror films, mm-hmm. where a lot of it was reliant on like crazy facials, like extreme like. Mm-hmm. Because they didn't have sound, they just had to rely on visuals. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Get Out had a couple moments like this. In this movie, there were times, like, especially that scene, I was like, that mm-hmm. is, like, messed up. That's straight out of, like, The Man Who Laughs or Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Like, it's... Yeah. yeah. That scene really reminded me of... I don't know if you guys saw it, but Terrifier. Art the... Cl- no, like, I know you didn't really like it. Art no, the I Clown. Liked it. Did I did you? like it, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Anyways... <laughs> I didn't like it as much as you did. Yeah, I, I think but I gave like, it two and a half stars. Art the Clown, he was silent the whole time. Like, even when, spoilers, even when he was getting, like, shot and stabbed and stuff, mm-hmm. he was completely silent, and that really reminded me of I love the scene it, in the I diner where he just, like, smiles. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the premise of the movie is that. So, like, and they captured it well for mm-hmm. being that. Like, it's very, whoever played that guy knew what he was doing for sure. Well, it's more of the other well. actors that were garbage. But yeah. he was good as art, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is rare, because sometimes Terrifier the is bad guy isn't the, fun, isn't the good actor. Mm-hmm. But um, Anyways, um, I did hear a super interesting theory about us that I haven't like been able to check yet, and I think I told you guys already, but that the whole movie is a mirror of itself. Because like, the very first scene is like you pan over the woods, and then you see the... Um, Hands Across America commercial, mm-hmm. and then that's how the movie ends. It, like, shows all the people holding their hands and then goes to, like, wilderness. And then there's another scene where uh, young Adelaide and Red are at the carnival, and then old, or, like, adult Adelaide and Red are fighting at the carnival. And then the next one, it's the boy, in the beginning, the uh, younger boy is trying to light the trick thing, and at, like... The one that mirrors that is him walking his doppelganger back into the fire. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was kind of cool. I haven't been able to test it yet, though. It makes sense, though, because I would guess that the very middle of the movie is when they switch houses, when they leave their house and go to their oh, white yeah. friend's house, because then that would when the halftime or the, mm-hmm. the, the symmetry would happen or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then by the time they're back at the beach, it's back at the beach, yeah. you know? So, yeah. Which is cool that there's really only, like, Three, four. I mean, like th- three locations. Technically, the movie mm-hmm. takes place. It's like the well, beach, are you, are you, their house, or the the white people's house. Mm-hmm. You know. What about tunnels? That would te- qualify as a beach, I think. Yeah, because it's on the beach. That's like where the crazy stuff happened the first time and stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know, but I definitely think that there's some of that playing into yeah. it. For me, the one thing I can't stop thinking about, and I think I'm overthinking it, is the black flag shirts. 
I don't know why. I I saw you know the the carney or whatever <laughs> had a black flag shirt on, and then one of the twins, the the daughters of the other family, had one on. But then the next day she had a dead Kennedy shirt on. And so I was like, is there another dead Kennedy shirt? Because it's just so ironic that there's two black flag shirts. And those shirts are reversed colors. They were the same shirt, but it was like one's black and white and the other one's white with black. So I don't know. But. <laughs> you are reading too much into it. You're reading into the whole movie. This, it's a weird coincidence. Either, like, Jordan Peele really likes black flag and, like, 80s and... Maybe he's just saying that white people like black flag. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. What were the VHSs at the beginning? Because I saw Goonies and I saw Chud, but I'm trying to think what the other ones even were. I don't remember that. I think the like right... she was watching too? The right stuff was one of them also, but I couldn't read uh, one. I actually found an article with all of these, like, little Easter eggs. So the tapes, it was Chud, The Goonies, The Man with Two Brains, a Night- and A Nightmare on Elm Street, and The Right Stuff. That one, they don't know why it's there, but... The Right Stuff? Yeah. They know the other. The man with two brains, though. Like, so the one with. That's that's the that's a Steve Martin movie, right? I'm pretty sure that's a Steve yeah. Martin movie. Yep. Um, so, I could I could buy all that though. Yeah, that's kind of. A lot of those movies, I guess, make sense. Well, I don't know. Goonies. I'm trying to. Oh, A Nightmare on Elm Street. They're saying that could be like. Um, the scissors. The gloves. The gloves and the scissors uh, that could tie into that. What was the Goonies then? What was oh their because thought? she was this was when she was watching TV, right? Oh, because he says earlier later in the movie. Wait, no, wait, no, he doesn't. I'm thinking of something. Hey, else you guys. Entirely. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Um, travel show. That's how Adelaide rallies the troops. It's our time now, our time up there. Is what she says. Oh, oh that's kind of funny. Gosh, that's so cool. Yeah, that's, and it's funny because she says that, and it's literally. Because not only is that a reference to the movie, it's literally the fact that she saw the movie. And yeah. that's where she... Because she's like a kid, seeing all this stuff on TV. That's what the movie's about. It's about There's TV. There's a section for the black flag shirts. Please read it. Um, <laughs> Please read it. You say it like okay. the Simpsons. <laughs> uh, the whack-a-mole guy wears a black flag shirt. Black print on white fabric. Um, one of the Tyler family twins also wears a black flag shirt. Oh, that's all it says. <laughs> I'm sorry. What the hell? What website is this? Man, you know what we should do? We should really read it. Vulture.com. Yeah, no wonder. The Vulture. <laughs> uh, I got one, uh, a couple final questions for you. I want to hear your star review of the movie, and I want to actually hear if you think this one was better, if Get Out was better, because I think it's... Should we talk about Get Out a little bit more? Well, I mean... Because we did technically... Just watch it We yesterday. did just watch Get Out, literally, to prepare for this, but we ended up not doing really a comparison. I mean... I mean, we should, we've seen it. Yeah, but we can talk about it a I little mean, bit more. I mean, like, Get Out was a revolution. It was just like, I thought it was an absolutely mm-hmm. amazing movie. Something I really hadn't seen before. It surprised me. Mm-hmm. It's like a twist that I just didn't see coming. It's a real slow-coming twist, too. Mm-hmm. Like, it takes its time to finally let you figure it out. And then it just satisfies you with one of the greatest, like, mm-hmm. um, smackdowns in history where this main character you've been following just takes down everyone and I'm like I, I love that and not to mention his friend his friend which is also a really well done supporting character you know usually like Hunter was saying while watching that 
Like, I, I, you like how much time they're giving his character. Because some movies, yeah, they would just kind of make him the jokey character who... In that specific scene, like, I was surprised because, like, they... It, was, it wasn't like they were cutting from, like, a scene at the house to a scene with him. It was, like, three or four consecutive scenes where, like, he gets off the phone with his buddy and then he immediately goes to the FBI. Normally, I feel like they would cut back to the guy at the house, but instead... It's him back at home, and he's Googling stuff and calling his buddies. Mm. And then he's, like, just doing a bunch of TSA stuff, I guess, before it finally cuts back to him at the house, trapped, you know. I don't know if I told you guys, but, like, when I first watched this, me and my ex-girlfriend used to watch, you know, movies all the time, and um, usually we'd go to the Red Box and get a couple movies, and we'd each pick one or whatever, and, and we are trying to pick the two. And I really, really wanted to watch, um, oh, no, I can't think of the name. I heard this story before. Yeah. What's the, the kid from Chronicle? He was in, like, a Shutter oh, Island the, type of movie. Valerian? No. No. Uh, Cure for Wellness. Cure for Wellness. I really wanted to watch Cure for Wellness. I thought the trailer looked nuts for that movie. But she wanted to watch Get Out, and I thought Get Out was going to be bad. I was like, I saw the trailer, it's just, he's going to go to this house, and then they're going to hypnotize him. And it's going to be, like, this big political movie. I don't want to go see it, you know? And she's like, I think it's going to be good. So we, like, made a bet that, like, you know, some, whoever had to buy dinner the next day. And we watched it. We watched Cure for Wellness first. And it was hands down awful. Just horrible movie. And then we watched Get Out. And we were both like, holy crap. This movie is probably the best movie we've seen all year. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I didn't think that the trailer did it justice beforehand. Because I, I didn't even see it in the theater. Um. And then uh, after that, I was pretty blown away. And we, we were talking, you know, yesterday we were talking about how Get Out is more paced as a thriller with mm-hmm. horror elements, where Us is a horror movie with thriller elements mm-hmm. to it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I love the, you know, everything that Get Out is saying. And... I don't know. I, even after we just watched it, I was like, I don't know why I don't own this movie yet. <laughs> you know? It's just like all the dark comedy elements in it, too. Where it's just... Mm-hmm. Everything that is said, you're like, oh, this is just like an awkward thing a white person is saying, and then you mm-hmm. <laughs> find out the twist later, and you're like, oh, all this had even a darker meaning to it all, mm-hmm. and it's like, yikes. <laughs> well, the one thing I never fully... I guess from that, I never fully wrap my head around is the deer. Yeah. Other yeah. than he stabs the guy with the deer later on but with, like, with a mount. The, but the deer got thrown at the car. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't like, know. It didn't look like he hit like a deer on the road. I've like, hit deer in like mid-bound before, and it's like yeah. high up in the windshield. Yes. And like that jumped higher like in the camera view, and then where it showed where it hit, it hit the front headlight. It was like a little off. Like it... It looked like the deer would have hit the windshield, but um, mm-hmm. afterwards it and showed like, it was down the. It front had of the, the car. one mirror broken, but then the opposite headlight broken. Was it though? I'm pretty sure. It was the same. I remember the, if you were like in the car, it was the passenger side mirror that was broken, but the passenger side headlight was, was covered in blood. I thought it was the driver side mirror that was broken, and then the. I thought it was the other one, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I could be wrong. The deer hanging on the wall has become an empty shell of its former self meant to sit there to be the pleasure for all the other the people folk. to watch it just like 
the black folk are treated in the film. It's only when Chris grabs the deer that he and the deer find refine their purpose, which is to kill to these kill white people. Yeah, kill these <laughs> huh. do you think white he hates white people? I I kind of would. Like <laughs> I mean, come on. Like, Already do. It's <laughs> just think about that. Like if that happened, it was just like all these same white folks all teaming up on you. I mean, I, I don't know, I guess you could say about the opposite race, and they'd be like, we well, can't say that, but... I don't know, man. He went through some trauma. I feel like whatever happened, like, he is allowed to think whatever he wants after that. <laughs> that is messed up. I think Get Out is better than us. I mean, I've already kind of said why, but I, I, just, I just do. Even though, like, Get Out, I think, is kind of just one of those... I don't, know, I don't want to say near perfect. Like, it's kind of hard to be a perfect movie, but it's one that I would give five stars. Us, I would give four and a half out of five stars. Like, it's close, but I just, I just don't know if I'll see Us as anything more than a horror movie in the future. Which there's nothing wrong with that because mm-hmm. I love so many horror movies. I love so many horror movies just because that's it. That's all they are. Mm-hmm. Poltergeist, my favorite horror movie poultrygeist poultrygeist (laughs) poultrygeist like that's all it is i never see anything more in it than the fact that it's just a spooky horror movie but that's Mm -hmm. why i love it so it doesn't need to be anything more but Mm -hmm. i like get out not just as a horror movie but just as a movie beyond that Mm -hmm. so that's why i think i just i think it's a better movie we have one vote for get out us is better i think get out's good but I don't know. I just like us a lot more. I think. I don't really know. Like, like you said, the deer didn't really make sense to me in Get Out. Mm-hmm. Whereas in Us, I think pretty much everything I saw, like I could find some connection in the movie to it, and it didn't feel out of place. I don't really know. Like I would give Get Out. Get Out still, I think, is like a five star movie. Whereas mm-hmm. Us is like a 27 star. <laughs> oh, yeah, Chloe scale. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I mean, so I think good. you just make up these scales as you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's an algorithm. It's very complex. I'd like to know what Hunter and Zach think, though, because you and me have had the same stance since we yeah. saw mm-hmm. Us on Thursday. Oh, yeah. Like, these two the whole time were, well, we, I don't know. It's <laughs> 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 so hard. We need, to, we need to break this tie. I swear if it lands on the tie, I'm, I'm going to quit the show. Do you want to go first? I don't know. Do you want to go? <laughs> this is why we don't know their opinion. I feel like I'm still deciding. <laughs> I decided like, honestly, before I got I here. It's since we've been talking. Star movies. I just don't know which one I would lean towards. Which yeah. one would you end up watching again? There's a correct answer. And the correct answer is Get Out. <laughs> I don't know. I'd probably watch them back to back. Well, which I... one would you watch first? <laughs> it's true. Uh, I don't know. We just saw Get Out. So, if I was going, if I was, if I had to watch another movie tomorrow, it would be us. But that's not the answer we're going for. See, <laughs> but like, even though on Thursday we saw us immediately when the credits hit, I was like, I want to watch it again. Well, I want to watch it again because I, because I saw it, and then I want to watch it again knowing, and I've already done that with Get Out, so I'd want to watch us again. It is hard because they both have the Shyamalan effect, where mm-hmm. it changes the entire movie yeah. to rewatch it. Like no, that. in a good way. Back in the prime, they I have, guess. Of sorry, they have there's the no other term. Effect. Yeah, what else? The there's no other. Effect. The peel effect. The peel effect. 
he himself he coined it. He peeled it. <laughs> so you, you're right, like watching Get Out and then looking for like all of the the twists mm-hmm. in it the second time made it different. But for the first time watching, like the first experience, I think I had a better experience watching Us. Even though Get Out was so good the first time. I think I was more blown away with us. So us I'd rather YouTube? watch us. I picked Get Out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Just for the time. But Get Out is like such a freaking good movie. Yeah, I know. If I was to buy one, I'd buy the. I would buy us. combo pack. <laughs> but um, I don't know. Well, if I were to choose, are we plan. are we choosing which is a better movie? Is that the stance? Us is a better movie. Chloe? Mm-hmm. Better movie. Get Out, you yeah, think, is a better movie. I guess, I mean, just one you'd want to watch more, because I feel like the one you want to watch more mm-hmm. is still the better movie. Yeah. I don't g- agree with the argument of, I want to watch this movie, but this one's better. Like, I just don't get that. Like, really? Get Out has a better script, but Us scares me. I think Us has a better script. I think there's very, very rare instances where you can use that argument of, I want to watch this movie, but this one's better. I don't know. Well, like Evil Dead 2. I love Evil Dead 2 more than most movies, but it's not a quality movie. Excuse me. Um, it's a great, it's a great movie. movie because you love it and it's wild. I think you but need if to you check just yourself. put it up against the movie Mother, it's not, you know? Or like if you were to put it up against <laughs> The Shining. It's yeah, if you put it you against know? The Shining, it's like you realize, They're man, both The Shining's age. shit, and <laughs> Evil Dead 2's amazing. Evil Dead 2 is amazing. <laughs> but I'm just saying there's, like, you know, there's the diff- there's different contexts for how you're going to, you know? You need to pick, man. Like, oh, I don't want to pick the longer I wait. Maybe it'll be easier. <laughs> it's not. That's how I feel. All right. Damn it. Three, two, one. You just have to one. pick. Us. Okay. Well, we all knew that. But what was Zach's? I want to say Don't Get Out is better, but I'd rather watch Us. But I, I feel I like you said I'm gonna say Us is better. Just he said it just to be an instigator. Well, I said that at the movie theater <laughs> too. I was thinking that Get Out was a better movie. So we still have a tie. Well, we gotta call someone. Ooh. I don't know anyone else who's seen it yet. I'll call Becca. Oh wait, she's at work. Never mind. Well, that's right. Becca did watch it. She I'll would say her. Us. I'll she would say her. Us. I think. She would say Us. I think she was well, pretty into Has she us. seen yeah. Get Out? So, yes, she's seen Get Out. Oh yeah, she did. I think since um, it's it? my house, I think I'll just decide that Get Out was the better movie. It's true. I'll fight you. I'd like to give it ten years. I'd like to see which one ends up being talked about more. Because honestly, I, Get Out I think will be. I think Get Out will be more. talked about more, but mm-hmm. I feel like Us is gonna have a huge following. Like I feel like there's. There is going to be opposite ends for both. It's not going. I don't feel like there's going to be many people who are going to have as hard of a time choosing. Why can't we just love them both? No, see, cool. I think no. Get Out. I, is I'm, be I'm settled on that right now, but I I like to can't we just pit people against themselves by mm-hmm. ranking stuff. So I do like that we're ranking them, I even think, though it's, it's painful. I think this is the most painful I've ever had. Time ranking things. I think Get Out will be talked about more because it has more to talk about, mm-hmm. whereas Us will be. I feel like. Watched, watched more, more yeah. because there's more to see. Mm-hmm. So they're both good movies, just in like different ways. Like Get Out is good to talk mm-hmm. about, and Us is good to watch. Do you think there's faults to either movie? Because I give them both. Uh, I think I gave them both four stars. They're both perfect. Maybe four and a half. I love them both. Because like I, I told you guys, my my slight qualm with Get Out is that I don't know why 
if I was trying to lure someone into my house and hypnotize them, I wouldn't have hypnotized them that early on. I would have waited a little bit longer. And then got all done with that once. You know? But then Justin said what if he, they were trying to get him to quit smoking because... You're ruining like the vessel. Yeah, that's yeah, why they did which it is so a very and then long term effect. And then they, it's not like tomorrow we're gonna take your brain out. Like it's not like he's gonna get cancer that next day. It's just it, this is why I don't like pitting them because then I'm like I'm starting well, to think about the technicals of basically two perfect movies. Like my thing yeah. in the movie is the fact that why would you keep the box of pictures like right in her room, right, right behind an unlocked door? Mm-hmm. Like really? Becca said us is better, so tie officially uh, broken. But, but also like he was sold on. The hypnotism thing. Like, he was a little creeped out about it, but he was like, mm-hmm. dude, I, I, cigarettes make me yeah. want to throw up. He was like, I'm cured, and he was excited like, about it. And then his mm-hmm. TSA friend, like, convinced him that they're Normal. making him a sex slave. <laughs> yeah. So he wasn't really, like, seriously creeped out until after Yeah. That. After but, he met all the white people. I, I mean, I feel like that still spurred on stuff, because it was right before then... The grandpa had just charged at him, and then, like, I don't know. I I just, I didn't understand why it's there in the movie for the pacing of it. But I think, like, well, if also, I was in the family, I'd be like, yo, let's actually wait. He needed to be conditioned for the hypnotism in the first place. Mm-hmm. And she had to get him somehow. So yeah. putting smoking would be the way to do it. Mm-hmm. And then convince him that it was just for his smoking and that he had a bad trip mm-hmm. or dream or whatever yeah see if i start thinking that the technical is too much i like it's weird because i think of us and i'm like i feel like a lot of that stuff didn't even really add up in the end like the whole why were they replacing everybody what about the tunnels i thought that was just almost kind of dumb it's more twilight zoney where it's yeah. just like this is the universe that it's taking place and in. I, well because then i kind of summarize it better if i just don't make the comparison if i don't yeah. think about it much but i just mean like that's just this little girl who went too far with revenge. That's all it really is. I'm like, that's... Because mm-hmm. like, she still has the mind of a little girl. Think about it. Like, you even said about the Goonies. I'm like, yeah, she clearly... She got most of the ideas for that movie from from, from other movies. Mm-hmm. Like, she just watched too much TV. That's a comment on, what, the, the, the Reagan era? Is that what we're going for? It's pretty weird. Uh, I like, mean, for me, for us, like, the only kind of qualm I think I walked out of, I was like... You know how every character kind of... It's like The Incredibles. Each character has their quirk, you know? The boy's character, his thing is, like, the, the magic tricks and, like, wearing a mask. The girl's was... She's on her phone all the time, and then she's a... She a quit mar- She quit track, mm-hmm. I think. And then she ran just to, like, run back home, basically. I don't know. It seemed like it was kind of, like... That could have been stronger. She just ran to go just, get help. Yeah. But she, like, ran halfway across the lake. The girl showed up for, like, a kind of a cool little car scene. And then she just ran back to the house at the end. Like, it didn't feel fleshed out, really. So, but that's, like I said, that's about as big of a qualm as I had with Get Out. Or, that's really it. Kind hey! Of get off my car! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a payoff. Just you know. But, yeah. Well, it's, White people. it's decided. Us is the better movie, of course. Uh... I disagree, but, you know, we'll redo this. You have your wrong opinion. <laughs> we'll redo the podcast in ten years to reflect. Mm-hmm. But, uh, for now. I'd, I'd probably give them both four and a half stars, I'll say. I know I said four before, so four and a half. You just keep getting better as you talk. Like, they're better. 
But I'm ready to move on to your favorite show, which is Last Movie on Earth. Earth, Earth, Earth. <laughs> Created by Chloe. You're welcome. It's true. Um, So if you haven't listened to the podcast before, this is the part of the podcast where uh, Larry comes out and sings a silly song. Uh, No. Uh, Basically, we play a game called Last Movie on Earth, where we take turns describing the last movie we saw based off of a description from Netflix or IMDb or Letterboxd. And everyone else tries to guess it. If they guess it right, they get a point. That gets added to an ongoing... Uh, score episode to episode and if no one guesses it then you get two points you get two points so justin what are the standings my my good man chloe has 27 zach has 30 justin has 41 and hunter has 44 i believe this one's rigged but i am doing the points myself so i don't know why i would be giving myself second place so never mind i retract that (laughs) it's true (laughs) Who wants to go first? If everybody's uh, movie is either Get Out or Us, we're going to have a real quick round. But... <laughs> <laughs> it's just different, slightly different. <laughs> uh, go, we'll go. The second movie from Jordan Peele. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> hold on, let me... A volatile, heavy-drinking veteran who suffers from PTSD finds some semblance of a family when he stumbles onto um, the ship of a charismatic leader of a new religion formed after World War II. That's quite the synopsis. Yikes. I actually made it shorter. Man, I don't even know because... I'll say it again. Say it again. A volatile, heavy... Okay. A volatile, heavy-drinking veteran who suffers from PTSD finds some semblance of a family when he stumbles onto the ship of a charismatic leader of a new religion formed after World War II. So it's a cult movie. Man, I don't know. I want to say... The Pirates Band of Misfits. No. <laughs> that's what Is that, that a movie? Well, yeah, that's huh? what that movie's about. Kind of. Not really. Not really. <laughs> Do you think I would have watched that? <laughs> that's a stop-motion animated film. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I probably would have watched it. What year is it? Uh, 2012. The director. Paul Thomas Anderson. Why did I guess? Like, I could have gotten this. Yeah, that was a surprise. Damn it. Why did I even do that? <laughs> do you know like, it now? Well, yeah. Like, now it's easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I feel like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, I can get it. I'm gonna just you guys know who Paul Thomas Anderson is? Nope. He directed um, Phantom Thread, There Will Be Blood, Boogie Nights, Punch Drunk Love. Huh, you're leaving one out. I wonder which Magnolia. one it is. Magnolia. Is the main actor Philip Seymour Hoffman? The main actor? Yeah. Mm, One of the actors. The second, yeah. Okay. I would say the yeah. second. Well, who's the main actor? Joaquin Phoenix. God. You know, I never saw it even, but I knew what it was. Oh, really? That's good. The Master. I hate myself. I never would have gotten the Master that. Commander. The Master. Was it good? Yeah, it was real good. Um, I didn't rate it yet for obvious reasons, but I would say three and a half sorry film twitter i have to catch up on my pta a little bit i've seen boogie nights finally but yeah that he's one that i haven't seen many of his stuff well boogie nights and then i've still never seen there will be blood 
That one's amazing. Like mm-hmm. that movie was. Everyone says it's like that's one insane. where I, I was kind of Do questioning. You have it? No, I don't. But like I was when I saw it, I was kind of questioning. I'm like, I wonder if this is gonna be one of those slow moving. I'm not gonna be into it. Kind of. It's like no, it's it's as good as yeah. everybody literally. I know says. the trailer looks so cool. It's like unbelievable. Yeah. Anyway, anyway that's your review yeah. of the master. <laughs> <laughs> the master is good. Uh, it's basically yeah, Joaquin Phoenix is like a veteran from like like a navy veteran from Japan and super drunk and he has this weird thing where like he like makes his own type of alcohol um but because of it he like can't hold down a job and ends up randomly like landing on a like a boat that's like led by a cult but that cult isn't like creepy or anything um but it's very after seeing punch drunk love and boogie nights it's like the perfect combination of punch drunk love and boogie nights is so. it about porn? It is. <laughs> it's more. It's a, they have emotion. Yeah, the emotion of that. With like the movie. I, I got the gotcha. yeah, That's what the movie's about. Hey, no, can you actually show me the poster? Because yeah. I want to see if this is the. Because I think I I'm confusing this poster with the Capote poster, but that's that's the letterboxed. Because there's poster. one where it's just C- Philip Seymour Hoffman, isn't there? One uh, like that. Well, see, I watched it on Netflix and. Um. Sometimes they don't put the actual poster. They just have a picture of, like, an actor or something. Yeah, I was just thinking, though, like, that premise you gave me, I'm like, that sounds a lot more interesting than whatever oh, yeah, ad just has campaign his face they did. On it. Yeah, like, whatever ad campaign they did for that movie was a lot worse than that premise was. I'm like, tell me that premise, I'd see the movie. When I hear this is the master and Philip Seymour Hoffman's in it, I'm like, okay, I like Philip Seymour Hoffman, but what is this? We, we should move on, though. I, <laughs> Chloe. Okay. After a nanny violates a list of strict rules, strange things start to happen around the child she's taking care of. The boy. Dang it. You I was trying. the boy? Yeah. Yeah. I was and trying I to keep it, it. vague because you were talking about it last night, but. I was like, what? I was thinking, I'm like, it's not Nanny McPhee. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking Nanny McPhee or Mary Poppins. Yeah. Like, which one? And I'm like, violates. Wait a minute. That's backwards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How is the boy? I actually really liked it. How was the boy? He's good. How was the boy? You're asking. <laughs> about your boy. Yeah. How would it be? Um, <laughs> yeah, like I saw a lot of reviews saying that it was super slow and super boring and that they were just bored the whole time and I actually really, really liked it. Mm-hmm. Like I'd probably give it a three or a three and a half. Yeah, it's slow but for good reason. Yeah. You know? you know what I remember about the movie? I watched the first ten minutes and I turned to Evan and I said, let's go see Dirty Grandpa instead. So we walked out and <laughs> really? we went with like a big group, but like we left and went and saw Dirty Grandpa. And that movie sucked too. So it was pretty much a pretty boring night. That's almost De Niro. <laughs> yeah. And I Jack actually Evan. liked that movie. I thought that sucked. There was like a couple of funny... It was more of like a shocking movie to me. Dirty Grandpa? Yeah. Just the end, that I guess. That movie introduced us. Aubrey Plaza. Yeah, that's that's what we really? about the man came mm-hmm. Cool. It's in the end credit. Anyways, that's our review of the boy. No, it was good. I re- and like, mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting what happened at the end yeah. at all. Very very surprising. Yeah. And he was a boy this whole time. He was a real boy. Pinocchio style. <laughs> yeah. Are we are we ready for mine? Zacharias. <laughs> uh, prominent gang leader Cyrus calls a meeting in to New York's gangs to set aside their turf wars and take over the city. At the meeting, a rival leader kills Cyrus, but a Coney Island gang is wrongly blamed for Cyrus's death. And now they have to... 
I have two movies in my mind, but I don't know which Run one to say. Run from the cops and other gangs. <laughs> Boondock Saints. Nope. You say Sorry, the other. I just sum it up. American Gangster. No. Was that the one you were thinking of? No. I know another one. The one I'm thinking of, I think, is a little too old school for this idea. Okay. And I've never seen it, though. Mm-hmm. Why did I ask the year? Why am I not doing yeah. that? 1979. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Damn it. Oh, I know what movie it is. Wait, wait, wait. Damn wait, you. Wait, wait, directors. Good job, but damn it. Uh, freaking. Walter Hill. Piss. And the actor. Michael Black. Okay. Or Michael Beck. Well, I still don't think I'd get it. Coney Island. Mm-hmm. Chloe, <laughs> I can read it again. If yeah, you read it again. Prominent gang leader Cyrus calls a meeting of New York's gangs to set aside their turf war and take over the city. At the meeting, a rival leader kills Cyrus, but a Coney Island gang is wrongly blamed for Cyrus's death. Before you know it, the cops and every oh wait gang in town are after them. I might have actually heard of this one. Is it um? The I something. Guess again. Wow, the something. I remember that one. 79's best hit. Can I give her a hint? No. She's the no. Le- she has the no. lowest miss. I have the least points. I never get Have hits. mercy. You know what's a good movie? Burger Party. <laughs> That's supposed to. Wait, it's. How would that help her? Yeah, how would that help her? Oh, <laughs> yeah, that would help her. <laughs> how would that help her? I, I know. Do you know, what Do you know the movie? What, murder party? No, the no movie. I don't know the movie at all. Oh, okay. What okay. is can, it? Can you read it one more time? I've never heard of that. that really? I saw it as a kid. Prominent gang leader Cyrus calls a meeting to of New that York's gangs. It really won't help. Yeah. <laughs> it's the date that's the big thing. I think. Karate yeah. Kid. A gang movie in '79. I haven't seen it, but I, I know. I, I love is it. it futuristic kind of because it's no. is it taking place in 79 or does it take place it a few years in the future because it's kind of like it's just it's just like a weird universe it's kind of like like, like it's clockwork orangey yeah wait yeah yeah <laughs> i don't even know you thought it was clockwork orange no 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 is it the Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Okay. <laughs> I think you were there when I bought it. It just took me forever to think Dude, of it. I want to borrow it. Mm-hmm. Is it good? Oh yeah, I love it. Yeah. I saw it. My dad showed me. He'll, when he'll I was never kid. know. Like no, that's the I, thing. I, like, he'll never know. <laughs> I think actually when we did our Halloween thing here, I think I grabbed some beer bottles and did the thing from the movie, and oh. no one got it. So I this, seen this it. makes sense why no one yeah, got it. No one's seen it. It wasn't until yeah. after Murder Party when I found out that the one guy has the costume. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then other people, a lot of people since then, I've heard reference the Warriors, but yeah, I hadn't heard the... a single thing about it before. Yeah, because oh, just... that one guy is like dressed up like that gang. Oh, Warriors. okay. That's, that's that guy, yeah. We said Coney Island. Yeah. Well, see, I was thinking gangs oh. in New York, but I was like, I don't think that guy's name is Cyrus, and I don't think that they try and calm anything down in the movie. I was humming a song with the song, yeah. with, with the word warrior in it. And I am the warrior! Yeah. 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 It's a good movie. I, like he, it. I don't think he still yet. <laughs> Never mind. What? Okay, let's move on to my final what? movie. What? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> just maybe uh-huh. it was a big help, but you know, I, 
well, to each his own. You gotta help where you can. Gotta give it to her there. I wonder if this will make sense just in the audio. I hope so. I maybe, hope Zach listens. Maybe I'll catch like, it oh. and then we'll see. Yeah. Um, when the really? crew of the ship is called back home, they find an unstoppable force of terror within their Star own Trek organization into has detonated. The, let me finish, <laughs> sir. <laughs> let me finish, sir. Yeah, Titanic. It is, it is in Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Ghost I kind of feel like... Date. I, I already had it on my letterbox, so I don't know if anyone saw it, but like, no. I, I didn't really, I kind of forgot, and I kind of didn't care. I hadn't seen this movie in a I while. Didn't get a single point. This is weird. I got a point. When this movie came out, I saw it in theaters. It was the first thing I'd ever seen anything Star Trek, and uh, loved it. It was a good movie to see in theaters, I thought. Like, good popcorn spectacle, and I, I've seen it many times since. And this time, I still enjoy the movie. A lot more than a lot of people do. A lot of people hate it, and I can kind of get why to a point. Because people are like, this isn't the original Star Trek. And, I don't know, like, I've seen episodes of Star Trek now, and I'm like, it's very similar, actually, to a plot of a Star Trek episode. With the whole, you know, conflict, and, um, you know, just the challenges of this very specific situation. A lot of scenes are just kind of taking place within the... uh, the front of the ship, what's the, to what, the bridge? It, it a lot of scenes take place in that where they're just trying to figure out this situation between two ships that are not moving at all. I'm like, that is definitely something Star Trek would do because that is the plot of an episode, and also the fact that they did not have the budget to do anything more than that. Like, this is mm-hmm. totally something like a. But I'm beginning to learn more and more. That's just people hate the ending. They hate that it rips off Wrath of Khan, and they hate the fact that Benedict Cumberbatch is Khan. Like. Mm-hmm. I'm beginning to realize that that's mostly the extent of the complaints. It's not really... Mm-hmm. It's... Because it, I can get to a point like, yeah, maybe it's not as good as the first Star Trek movie. that they Of 2009, anyway. Really? I don't think it is. I, I like it more. I think it's better. I guess me. I haven't seen Beyond yet. I'd have to maybe watch it again, but like I've I've contemplated about before like which one's better, and I think the first one is, but... I don't know, it's like this one, and by the end, yeah, it kind of just becomes a big, you know, typical action movie, but mm-hmm. I don't know, I still enjoy it. And I love the action sequences of it, better than the first one. I really like Chris Pine in the movie. I like mm-hmm. I like his story. I like that he's actually given a lot of, like, challenges, you know? It's like mm-hmm. he has to deal with the fact that he might actually lose people, that, you know, not everything can always go right, because that's, like, the whole premise of the movie. I was like... Mm-hmm. Sure, it's kind of annoying that they ripped off Wrath of Khan and they killed him off for five minutes, but, you know, mm-hmm. one movie doesn't do that nowadays. Yeah. No, I liked it. I saw the first one early on, it, but I don't remember the first one as much. I remember some key scenes. I remember it felt Force Awakens-ish in parts, but, like, the second one I saw more in a will. And I think I, I didn't even have... I didn't really want to see it other than I loved the score from Star Trek. And I wanted to just get more of that Michael Gucci, whatever. Giacchino? Giacchino. And uh, I remember feeling like, man, I like this way more. I think it's a better movie. I'm disappointed that the series is ending because they've kind of said the fourth one is canceled. Mm -hmm. I mean, hopefully Tarantino will make his Star Trek movie. But, Mm -hmm. like, it's disappointing that the first movie spent so much time trying to set up the fact that oh, it's part of the original canon, but this is a separate universe. And then the second one was like, uh, we want to do the biggest, baddest villain from the original movies and TV show, and we're going to kind of rip off 
the Wrath of Khan, the most popular Star Trek movie. And then finally with Star Trek Beyond, they were sort of allowed to just do their own thing, to kind of just be their own movie mm-hmm. and not rely on old stuff. And I really like Star Trek Beyond also. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's as good as the first two movies for the fact that I don't think it has as much uh, emotional focus at times, but it's annoying that that's the point where they finally were able to get real open with the story and just do its own thing, and then they canceled the whole series. I'm like, really? Like, you could have yeah. kept this going and, you know, brought out a new good movie every three years, but... Well, I think, like, I talked to a lot of people who are bigger Star Trek fans, and they all like the Star Trek movies, but all of their... I guess it wasn't their complaint, they were just like... Star Trek is all about being beyond Earth, and it's, like, about going somewhere crazy and, like, beyond civilization. Mm-hmm. And he's like, we didn't get that in the first two movies. That we is didn't, true. We didn't get the Star Trek. They were two... They were both Earth-focused, and they were all crazy excited for Beyond, because they are like, this one's the one where they're actually going to go farther where, you know, no one's been before. They're actually going to go into the final frontier, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, but then I heard it was a butthole so it's like i didn't see it the first star trek movie is like it's like a star wars movie Mm -hmm. and star trek 2 rips off wrath but it's very much like an episode of the series where it's just conflict driven even though that comparison is bad because this is a big hollywood movie they should be able to use a budget the reason the tv show did that was because they had no budget Mm -hmm. but the third movie definitely goes back to the whole like oh let's go to some weird exotic location and meet some weird aliens who are gonna do some weird weird things because mm-hmm. those are usually yeah those usually are the best episodes when just something funky goes on mm-hmm. highly recommend the episode <laughs> where uh there are two william shatners where he finds like a clone of himself a ah, speaking, speaking of us weirdly enough i kind of wonder if jordan peele took any influence from that probably not probably but not. Mm-hmm. i want to believe <laughs> um, episode. what's the Twilight Zone episode. Well, I knew that too, but I'm guessing it was multiple things he took. Like the parent trap. <laughs> he had to have. Anyways, that's the episode. Uh, Get Out's the better movie. We all no. figured that. <laughs> Disagree. Uh, They're so close, though. Like, it's close. We'll, we'll, see. Better. we'll discuss it in our 10 years. But for now, oh. thanks for listening to the podcast. And remember always beware of the, the cinema, cinema swamp. swamp. Thanks for listening to this episode. So what do you think of us, and what do you think of it being compared to Get Out? Do you think one of them are better than the other, or do you think it's not even worth comparing them? What do you think of Jordan Peele, and are you excited for some of his future work? Leave a comment on the podcast, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at Cinema Swamp, and remember, always beware of the Cinema Swamp.